With Adrianosaurus, uh, we are here talking finals. Ado talks finals. The semi-final week two has come and gone. It wasn't really a surprise. I thought that the quality um, premiership contending teams won. Maybe it was a bit uh, blowout-ish. And actually, it was way blowout-ish. And the teams um, that went down this week probably played the worst footy they've played in a long, long time. And the teams that they were up against played probably some of their better footy. Um, So that makes it look like a huge, huge gap between the two teams. But I know um, as a Camper Raiders fan, I think we punched above our weight this year. We we exceeded expectations, scraped into the eight, um, knocked off the the Melbourne Storm in week one and got off to the semi-final week two. Um, You know, and I think we're completely outplayed by the better team who put two full halves of football together, something that they don't do very often, uh, in my opinion. Uh, And the Bunnies, they're an expert team in semi-final week two. I think they've got through to the last five in a row prelims. Pity about the old uh, grand final hit rate, but they are an expert in in week two of semi-finals. Absolutely put the Sharks to the sword. Um, Look, the Sharks fans will be disappointed out in straight sets this year after finishing second on the ladder. A couple of things. I think sometimes we can be a little bit, um, we can be allured by the fact that a team is sitting so high on the ladder and we forget that they've had a really easy draw. Um, the Sharks have had a very, very easy draw playing, um, you know, a lot of the top teams only once, playing all of the bottom teams twice. They haven't had a very good record against teams in the top eight, so it was no surprise to me um, that when they get up against these top oppositions that they were going to fall short. I certainly think that they were terrible, um, and so were the Raiders um, this week, and it probably shone a light on them being a rung below these other teams that have progressed through to the prelims. And I really, I think the prelims are a terrific um, games. I think the Cows versus Parramatta up there at Country Bank is going to be uh, a ripping game. And look, I think um, South Sydney Rabbitohs versus the Penrith Panthers, I think it's at Allianz again, um, is going to be a ripping game as well. Um, look, uh, I'll go through the games that were, I'll pull out a couple of players from each team that I think had a, a big impact on the result. Um, we'll talk about the news that's come out of the games and we'll have a little bit of a look into the prelims. I'll give you my um, tips for the games this far out. Uh, and actually, I'm going to finish the show uh, with all of the songs from my Super Coach podcast that were requested this year that I didn't actually do. There's lots of reasons I didn't do them. I either had a sore throat or I couldn't get it in the, in the first couple of goes and I cracked the sads. But I've been getting a few messages from people saying, where was my song? I asked for a song. Um, so they're all going to be on the end of this podcast. So by the time I finish talking about rugby league... T- Turn it off if you're not one of those stickies that loves the old Ado songs. Um, let's have a look at the first game. It was the Parramatta Eels. Um, got the job done 40-4. to Absolute shellacking. The Raiders' worst ever loss in finals um, score-wise, but they were just too good. Um, the... Uh, Parramatta Eels, when they fire and they can put two halves together, I said... Um, in last week's podcast when they were playing the Penrith Panthers that they can, they've got enough weapons, 1-17, to 17, to go with the Penrith Panthers. Um, they put two halves together and it looks like the Raiders didn't even get off the bus. Um, and they got absolutely smacked, basically. Um, the couple of people that I want to mention from uh, the Parramatta Eels uh, is... The best player on the park, in my opinion, which was Isaiah Papali'i. All the talk was about Hudson Young, and he's had an absolute ripping year, and he's a good smoky for the Kangaroos. I think that's probably still true, but Hudson went missing uh, in this game, and IPAP did not go missing. He had an absolute ripping game. Um, I think that he was closely followed by Mitch Moses. Mitch Moses was a 9 out of 10, in my uh, opinion, and I really think um, he's come into... Um, the purple part patch in his career. He's been really good the last couple of years. Um, in my opinion, I think he's been one of the 
more elite um, halves that we have in this uh, NRL competition. Um, he's copped a lot of the old media over the years, but I really rate Mitch. Um, I, in my Supercoach Awards, I gave him third best halfback of the year, and I probably stand by that. There's no surprise that those Eels were up and about and competitive against the Penrith Panthers until Mitch went down. Um, look, uh, the week before I said that Gutho and Dylan Brown went missing um, in that game, especially when Mitch went off. This They were terrible last week. They were much, much better this week um, as a result of their forwards getting on top of the Raiders. Um, Dylan Brown had an eight and a half game. It was a, sort of what you need. Dylan Brown is going to need that, I think, because um, Mitch will do what he's going to do. We, we, he cannot have a quiet game from Dylan Brown uh, and Gutherino. He was back the big Gutho, King Gutho, um, but he was an 8 out of 10 in my opinion as well. Look, their forwards were good. Um, even the, the big props, Paulo and RCG, the Canberra Raiders' strengths were their props in Josh Papali'i and Tuppany, and they were moot. They were 6 out of 10s. I think that the Eels got on top in the forwards and um, it allowed their halves to do what they do uh, and Gutho. They were exceptional, um, put two halves of football together um, and I just think IPAP and I think that Mitch, if they get to the grand final, it's going to be on the back of Mitch Moses, who I think has been um, exceptional. Um, I could go over the stats that they all got from the game, but you watch the game. You know um, how great they were. Um, Moving on uh, to the Raiders, I think that the issues that they had are probably what we were pointing out. The great things were um, for the Parramatta Eels. The props were pretty average um, in this game, um, and that's been the Raiders' strength in the run into these finals. Um, I think it was a 6 out of 10 by uh, Tuppany. Um, You know, he only got 103 metres for the game, um, you know, and a couple of offloads. It was a pretty quiet game by his standards. Uh, And... Papali'i has had ripping games um, in the run-up to finals, but only ran for 67 metres in the game. You know, he only had seven carries. We need more from our props in a big game like that. They were just monstered, um, and as a result, we had two halves that were fives. You know, um, Jamal Fogarty, probably his worst game in a Raiders jersey so far, uh, and Jack White, and he can go missing in games. Um uh, look, I think he had a pretty good kicking game, but the running game wasn't there. He was just dishing off passes, and they were completely outplayed. Um, look, that sets up um, a mouth-watering prelim, the Cows versus the Parramatta Eels. Um, moving on, we saw the Bunnies uh, give it to the Sharks. I've said I think the Sharks probably had a soft draw, and it was probably a bit beyond them. Um, to get to a prelim because I don't really rate the Sharks. That's my personal opinion, but you can't take anything away from the fact that they had to beat those easy teams as well. Um, They didn't butcher it, and they finished nicely on the ladder in uh, second spot, and I think that they'll grow um, for next year. But I think it was just a bridge too far for them this year. They got completely outplayed by the Bunnies. Um, And look, I think that that's going to leave a bad taste in you know, the shark's mouth because they were out in straight sets. No team ever wants to do that. Um, so, look, let's go. Uh, oh, what was the score in the game? 38 to 12. It was pretty comprehensive. Um, there's a couple of players I want to point out from the um, Rabbitohs. Number one is Cameron Murray. What an absolute weapon of a player. It was a 10 out of 10 performance. Um by Cam Murray. He just said to the team, get on my back and follow me. Such a perfect captain for their club. And, you know, if he he, he gets more 10 out of 10 games and more man of the match games um, than I ever expect when you've got players like Cody Walker, Latrell, Cook in there. He's just such a weapon of a player. Had an outstanding game. 101 metres, four tackle busts, a line break, a line break assist, a try assist, a try, and 32 two tackles without a miss. What a game by Cameron. Um, look, I thought that the um, I was worried about the South Sydney pack losing Burgess. Um, they were very good. Um, they got on top. I thought that um, Totola was amazing. Um, he, he really ripped it, and he's been great um, in the recent weeks for the Bunnies. 
chicken wing tackle. Hopefully the old match review. Because if they lose him, I give them no chance next week. Just because they're running bare bones. Burgess is not going to be back for next week. We've got Jai Arrow with a groin injury. I've heard that he says he'll get a scan, but he thinks maybe it was not as bad. They'll hope that he's available for the next game. Um, and Havili, while the diagnosis doesn't look great for him being um, there next week, that's another middle gone. Um, and when we go through the pros and cons of the prelims, we can talk about, um, you know, whether that's a pro or con, it's going to be a con, of course. Um, but look, I thought that um, that allowed the halves, the great game from Nichols and Totola, and it was the best game I've ever seen um, Ilias play in a Rabbitohs jersey. He was terrific. Um, I thought that maybe he could be a weak link for them in finals, spine-wise, but he's really um, come of age, I think. I think he's had a good um, finals um, campaign thus far um, and you know Cody was good enough um, with an 8 out of 10 performance on the back of them getting on top physically um, he was good you know without being too spectacular an 8 out of 10 performance he's going to need to be a 10 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10 next week if they want to get over the Penrith Panthers and look a name that doesn't feature on my list of um, amazing players for the Bunnies in this game um, is going to be Latrell Mitchell I think he had probably a Seven out of ten performance. He had a few mistakes in there. Um, nothing outstanding from Latrell. I think he got a um, try assist, but he also threw an intercept pass, you know, out to Bolatalo. He absolutely slotted the goals. Um, perfect record for the night. And he was good without being great. Um, and that's a good sign, I think, for the Bunnies, because if you can get Latrell Mitt to fire up for a 10 out of 10 performance, he's he'll it'll increase what the um, Bunnies are, for sure. And they'll need it um, against the Penrith Panthers. But for me, it was about Murray. Um, it was about Totola and Nichols, who did the job for them, um, for the halves to be able to have probably their best combined game in a long, long time. Um, very good by the Bunnies. Um, but look, you can't go without saying that there's some... You know, they've, they've already probably stretching the amount of middles that they've got. Um, you're going to need every man on deck that you've got available to you to go up against the Penrith Panthers. So hopefully Totola is not going to get um, weeks or a week or anything for that chicken wing. Um, and hopefully Jai Arrow is good in the groin because they need everyone they can get. Um, over to the other side, it wasn't a great, great um, game by the Sharks. Well, in fact, it was a terrible game by the Sharks. Um I pointed it out last week when they lost to um, the Cowboys that it was an issue with their front row. You know, Nichols and Totola are not the big high-named front row. You know, they're not they're not superstars. They're good. But I think that they got completely nothing out of their front row, um, which didn't allow their halves to come in the game. Um, you know, you had Toby Rudolph in there for a 6 out of 10 performance. He finished with 81 metres for the game and 29 tackles. Um, you had Hamlin Newelli finish with 72 metres. That's not enough from your two starting front rowers. And if you think that it's better off the bench, um, Dale Finucane had a rubbish game, in my opinion. Well, look, he finished with 101, but he made a lot of defensive errors, one leading to a a try there to Cameron Murray. I thought that the best player um, for the Sharks um, was the um, forward was their benchy Cam McInnes, and I think that he should be starting in the thirteen. Um, and I'd, I'd just be putting Fanukan up to prop and you know getting him in a minute share personally. Um, but then again, you know I'm not the coach. Um, but I think that as a result of them getting dominated in those uh, forwards. You know, that should be a strength of the Sharks. They just didn't get enough out of them. They, they, they were flat. Um, and I think it was a poor game by Nico and Moylan. Moylan w went missing in this game. He's had a great, great year. Um, but he had five missed tackles, two errors, only 42 running metres. Hines, um, you know, he ran for 68 metres. Um, he had a try assist, sure, but he was four errors as well. They, cut, they didn't really fire a shot all night, um, and it was a result of them getting dominated physically. Um, and out in straight sets, unfortunately, for the Sharks. Um, look, I think these finals um, prelims are going to be the ones that we probably expected. I'm going to go do a bit of a, a preview of those games, the pros and cons. Let's kick it off with the Cows versus the Parramatta Eels. Right, the Eels. The pros, I think, for the Eels is that they've just had a game where they put two halves of football together. Um, 
that's something that I don't think they've done a lot this year. They either come home late and jag a win or they put the cue in the rack and, you know, they have do nothing in the second half. So um, seeing them go out and put two complete halves together I think is a good sign. You know, if you're someone like me, I don't think I have high hopes of them doing it again. Um, but we'll get, we'll get to the cons. Um, look, the other positive I think for them pro wise pos, pros is Gutho Brown and Moses all firing. Um, I think they probably have a superior spine if firing against the Cowboys. I don't mind the Cowboys' spine, um, but if you've got Gutho in fullback, Moses and Brown in the halves, and Reed Marnie in the nine, that's a really good spine. Um, um, the forward pack. The forward pack is a very good forward pack. Um, they've got benchies. They can, if you can bring Maddo on as a benchie um, for an impact forward, you're in very, very good shape. One thing that needs to be noted is that Opacic is um, out. He's not going to be there for the prelim, it doesn't look like. So it could mean that Nick Corey goes into the centres. Um, maybe that means that... Uh, Nathan Brown comes in uh, onto the bench, or it could be a Cardi, I guess. Um, but their forward pack was absolutely exceptional. Paulo was great. RCG was great. Lane was exceptional. IPAP, I thought, was the best on ground. Um, you know, and between Neocor, who had a good game as well, and Maddo off the bench, good, good, um, you know, good forward pack. I think that that's where they could... You know, we've seen... I'm, I'm pointing out the reasons why teams lost so badly in these uh, semi-final week two, and it's because of forward packs getting dominated. Um, and when they did, their halves could do nothing. The Raiders and the Sharks were victims of their forward pack going dog shit. Um, but I think that the Eels, it's one of their strengths. Um, look, a pro for them is that they were definitely... I don't think that you can read into this Raiders game. Everyone's like, oh, it's going to be an Eels-Panthers final. Look at the Eels, they're just on fire. Well, it was against the Raiders. It was against the Raiders who played their worst game of probably the last eight weeks, didn't even get off the bus. Um, and, you know, everybody is on now on the Parramatta Eels wagon. Um, but I don't think you can read into the Raiders game because the Raiders are a tier below. Let's have a look at them against the tiers that they're up against now. They were in the game against the Penrith Panthers until Mitch Moses went off. So I think that they should take more from that. And obviously they've beaten them twice this, this year. Um, they should take more from those things um, when they go through Obviously, it's the Cowboys that they're going to be playing, but it's going to be probably to face the old Penrith Panthers in the final. I think that's a positive for them that they've gone and, you know, gone toe-to-toe with the big boys in the cop. Um, bonds. Um, look, in the first meeting, I know it's finals as a new game. They got smashed by um, the Cowboys, and it was an effort game by the Cowboys. They absolutely front-loaded their effort, and they outplayed them for desire. Um, now, I want to mention that because that is um, something that I think could be um, a problem for the Eels, if you know what I mean. I think they're a little fickle. I think if they're up and about and they're leading and they put two halves of football together, um, they're near unstoppable. The problem with them is we don't always see that. Um, the effort is not always there, um, and you do get really, really quiet games out of some of their key players. Um, Gutho, Brown, um, sometimes Lane has a quiet game. Sometimes Paulo and RCG have a quiet game, you know, so um, th- I just think that they were out enthused and I think that that um, effort and enthusiasm of um, the cows might be, I think it might be better than theirs. Um, look, it's not to say that they can't do it, but I just, I, I, I don't, I know if I think who I think will be the better effort team, I think I'd probably say the Cowboys because I think they're a bit emotional. They play a bit emotional, the old um, Eels. Um, they, they, it's an away game. And, you know, you can't ignore the fact that it's going to be a tough road trip. You know, it's going to be a tough road trip. The Cows, you know, they're going to be up there. It's going to be, there's not going to be a single <laughs> Paramount fan in the bloody crowd. The crowd is going to be right behind them. Um, you know, it's a nice ground. Um, so I think that the away trip is not going to be in their favour. Pro- let's take eight points off the Parramatta Eels because it's an away trip up to Country Bank and let's put eight points probably on um, the Cows. Now that may not have an effect on the result but I still think that that home ground advantage is going to play a part. Um, look, the Eels they struggle for two good games back to back. I mean they've done a couple of times this year. They went on a run of three games and I think they might have got a back to back maybe one other time, looking at the results for the year, 
I, I, more than most teams, if they play good one week, I'm pretty confident that they're going to play shit the next week. Um, so, can they put two great games together in finals? That's got to be a big question about them. Um, they haven't done it, you know, on a consistent uh, basis, unfortunately, this year. Um, Opacic is out. Niakore is in. Um, I think it's that's what I'm hearing. Um, I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think he's a good defender. Um, maybe he might get done for speed. He's not the worst for speed either. I've not seen too much that I've disliked about Niakore in the centres. He's quite a versatile player. Um, look, that's the thing. Um, I mentioned that at the top uh, with effort. It was a soft game that they played last week. That's a soft game. And I'm a Raiders fan. I'm willing to admit that. Um, it's not going to be easy up against the Cows. You saw the Cows just on will and determination get the last minute, 90 plus minute uh, win against the Sharks. Um, some people say to me, oh, you know, I think they've overachieved this year, the Sharks and the Cowboys. Look, defensively, they're still sound. And, and look, the, the, if the Sharks were off last night, if they brought their best game, I think they could have made a game of it. So, you know, of course, if the if, if the Cows bring their worst game, they'll get smashed as well by the Parramatta Eels. But um, if they play their best, I think that they've got, um, you know, they've, they're going to be a handful. They're going to be a handful if they play their best. I mean... You know, Lolo was his best game of the year last week. You know, and Cotter, he's a bloody weapon. You know, they've, and Luciano's a good player. They've got some players that if they fire, if they all fire on on all cylinders, they they can match it with the best. Um, look, Arthur on the bench. I'm still not um, convinced on it. I don't like the booing. So, I mean, this week... In the NRL, what's going on? I thought that it was just the Chooks fans that can boo Latrell. There's been a history there. So why the hell are Sharks... They're absolute mugs, Sharks fans. Don't... What's going on with the booing? I know that he opened himself... He put, he put his chin out there, you know, when he was like, oh, I don't like the booing. So everyone's booing him now, but it's no good. It's no good um, unless you've got history there. Don't just boo him. Same as you Parramatta Eels fans doing the Viking clap. Come on. You know, it was the Penrith Panthers that did that. Don't just copy everyone else and do it. You know, <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. And you've got the booing Arthur again when he goes on. No good. Parramatta Eels fans, be classier than that. Um, and Gutho, mate, he's got a bit of lip on the field as well for someone who plays good every couple of matches. Um, but look, I, I'm not all for that. Um, but I, I worry about Arthur on the bench. I'm sure now that they lose Opacic and it's probably going to be near Corey that goes in and, and they can bring in someone like Brown, it'll still stay with Arthur on the bench. I just worry about that maybe um, weakening their bench a smidge. Um, and I don't know if I like it. Um, over to the Cows, the pros and cons. I, I think that that home game, as mentioned, is going to be a big shot in the arm for the Cows. Um, you know, I think... It's going to be a, worth some points. Um, look, they had a week off. The thing about the Cows is they did have a hard match there against the Sharks. I think that's the thing. The Sharks were involved in a big, heavy game, and they just couldn't pull up again for the week two of the finals. Um, but the Cows got the week off. I think that's going to be an advantage. They look fit as well. Um, I think that the week will do them good. I've questioned Penrith Panthers having lots of rests, but I think with the cows, the one-week rest is going to do um, do them the world of good. Um, look, they had a tough semi. It was a 90-minute game, so they're battle-hardened as well. Um, I think that the Eels, you know, they had a Penrith game. Yes, um, that was a tough one. Last week wasn't. so, um, And it's just like the Eels to be a little bit on themselves. So hopefully they're not. Um Drinkwater, Robson, Dearden, all good form, um, and even Chad, I guess. Um, but look, I think that that I point out that you know that um, spine, Gutho, Brown, Moses, Marnie. Um, I think that Drinkwater, um, Robson, Dearden, and Chad is probably a little bit more no frills. But if they all fire and they all have their best game, I think their spine, and which they've been doing, you know, I think they've got to be there, though, next week and do their best um, best stuff if they want to be a chance. Last week was Lolo's best game of the year. no, And no surprise, if their pack is going to stand up um, to the Paramount Eels pack, 
it's going to take this from Lola, and I, I expect it too. You know, it's no surprise to me that, you know, going into last night's game for South, I knew Cam Murray would be their best player. I just knew it. He, he's the kind of guy you want there in a, an elimination final, and I reckon that Lolo in a prelim is going to stand up and give his best um, account of himself. Um, they're a defensive-minded team, and I think that that's um, a pro for them over um, the Parramatta Eels. I don't really rate the Eels defensively, uh, and I don't rate them if the game conditions are not going their way. They're a front-running team if they're behind. Um, I don't know if I trust their intestinal fortitude, the effort. I mean, that was a telling win, you know, the cows over them in Darwin, the 35 points. It was hot, and the and the cows were fit, and they were strong. They were determined. I just think that they've got a little bit more mo- you know, moxie to them, the old um, cows, compared to the eels. Um, the pack. It's going to need to be on song if they're going to go with Parramatta next week. Cotter, Lolo, Luciano, Nanai, Gilbert, Hess, McLean, they can match it, um, but if any one of those cogs is down, um, it's not going to work, I don't think. Um, Look, unless there's multiple ones down for the Eels, if they're going to be a chance next week to get into the grand final, the Cows forward pack, all of those guys need a minimum 8 out of 10 performance. On to the cons. Um, I don't think they're very experienced. Um, look, the Eels, it's their first prelim in a long, long time. Um, but the Cows have got an inexperienced team, a young team. Um, and have they got what it takes? This is the cons, if you didn't, if I didn't say that. Um, so, look, you've got Chad, you've got Val, Lolo's played a bit, but there's a lot of youth in that team. Um, and that worries me just a little bit on a big, big stage. So um, can they get over it? Have they picked up enough experience this year from representing in origin? Um, can they stand and deliver in a big, big game like this, or are they going to be a little bit overwhelmed? Um, look, I talked about the forward pack needing to be on. Um, Nanai and Luciano, I thought, were quiet, and they are two attacking weapons. I think they we need better from them in the prelim, uh, and they were quiet last game. Other con, um, I've said they were a pro is their defensive mindset. The last game was not a defensive mindset-type game, was it, against the Sharks? Was that an anomaly? Um, The Sharks went out in straight sets conceding 70 points over two weeks. I think that they ran out of steam and they front-loaded too much into that Cowboys game. They were probably just a little bit um, soft drawish and probably not up up to it. Um, Hopefully that's not what road we're going down with the Cows um, because they let in too many points in that game. And I'm sure... Got to be a focus for them, um, but it's a worry. Um, if they can be defensive, I think that they can... You know, if it's a scrap, I, I really favour them over the Parramatta Eels. I really do. Um, but we can't have... If, if it gets into a points fest, I feel like the Eels have got way too much sublime attack in them for the cows to run with. My tip... <laughs> have I got a drum roll here? I don't even know. Have I got drums? Where are your drums? Oh, I don't have any drums. My thing doesn't work. Here. No, that's not the drums I want. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm going the cows. Um, I'm in chats. Everyone's going, oh, the cows have overperformed. The eels are so sublime. And oh. The cows have probably exceeded everyone's expectations, but they've got a home game. They've earned a week off. They've got a home game. The conditions are conducive towards them um, being in good condition for this match next week. And I think that that home ground and them firing with their desire, I think they've had some inbuilt desire and effort put into them this year. Um, and I think I'm going to favour them. I'm, I'm actually going to bank on the um, on the cows getting up and about for this game. And the, and I'm going to rely on the Eels to not put two good games, not to put two, four good halves together. I reckon the Eels will fall in a heap next week. Well, maybe not fall in a heap and get absolutely smashed, but I don't think they're going to play as sublime two halves type football as they did last week. Um, so I'm going to tip the cows, in, and I think that that will probably be an upset. I think most people are saying it's going to be a Pan- Panthers um, and Eels grand final, but I'm going to go the roughy, and I'm going to say at home, the cows are going to get the job done. Over to the Panthers versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, the pros for the Panthers, there's a lot of them. Um, look, they had the week off, another week off, um, but 
I, I'm, all I'm going to point out is one player who had a week off prior to coming into that first semi-final, and that's Brian Toto. He, he looked a bit injured to me this year, um, got a week off just to recover a little bit, and it's no surprise to me that he had a five-star vintage Brian Toto game, over 200 metres, two tries. Um, you know, so I think that definitely the ones that needed a rest um, are going to benefit from that. And look... I'm not prepared to say, you know, that they are going to suck again. Well, I mean, I might mention it in the old negatives. Um, but they came in after not playing a lot of games together and a few rests here and there. Cleary out for five weeks and Luai out for multiple weeks. And they just didn't skip a beat in that game against the Panthers, against the um, Eels. They were great. And, and I'm sure that they'll probably do it again. They're such a professional team. Um, Cleary, 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 Cleary. Best in competition players. Um, you know, I want to talk about that in the pros and cons for these teams because I think they've got a lot of, um, you know, best type players in, in the conversation anyway for best players in the league um, in their position. Well, Cleary's got that for sure. He's the best in his position in my opinion and he's one of the best ex and I know it's weird to say that about Cleary, but he's got everything in his kit bag, including kicking players to death with his boot, a boot like nobody else in the game. Um, and he looks in a mood to me, um, sitting up there for five weeks. It's like you can see the maths going through his brain or something. And I knew that he was going to be up and about when he came back. Um, and he was. Um, and I'm worried about um, the old bunnies being able to contain him when he's in this kind of mood. Um, look, 1-17, to 17, they're very strong. Um, it looks like Taylor May probably is he, is he out. He's got a he's suspended. Um, so that could be a little avenue for the... Um, bunnies to attack. Is, is it going to be Staines that comes in or Jennings? Um, if it is, that, they're not the best defenders in the world and that could be one little chink in the armour. Um, but their 1-17 to 17 is still very strong. Um, Edwards, Appy, Luai and Cleary. It's an A1 spine. I mentioned the spine of um, the Parramatta Eels, Gutho, um, Brown, uh, Moses and Marnie. Um, it's an exceptional spine. I think that Dylan Edwards is very underrated. I think that Cleary and Luai um, is a very good half sparing combined. I don't um, love Luai as a player, but next to Cleary, <laughs> he is. And I think Appy's having one of the best years of his career. Um, they've got some swag and confidence. You're not going to have... Some teams go in and they can be sort of light and shade. Um, the Penrith Panthers will go in confident. They'll go in thinking they can win. They'll play with um, an attitude like they are expected to win. They wear that favourites cap um, very well. You know, they've got swag. And I think that that's a huge advantage for them um, going into next week. Um mentioned best in comp type players who are in the conversation for the best in their position i think the seven the 13 definitely with yo appy um james fisher harris brian toll is probably one of the best wingers in the comp when he's on and healthy um they've definitely got some best in position players to rely on in finals i think they've got some top tiers as well i've probably been a bit harsh ado um dylan edwards luai um kick out <laughs> i'm gonna say they're top tier um, but they've got some best in position players who they can call on. The battle between Murray and Yo is going to be absolutely um, exceptional. I think that the battle of um, the Nines is going to be great next week as well. Um, you know, you're going to have two of the best wingers. You know, if Alex Johnston, who I did, I mention him as a pos he's injured. Hopefully, it was just a cork and he's good to go. Um, but they've got some absolute game winners um, in their lineup. Um, the cons, not many of them. Um, look, is it too many weeks off? I mean, probably not. I'm not prepared to say it, you know, with any confidence, but I mean, you know, if, if you're just not playing any bloody football, is it eventually going to affect you? Um, if any team is going to be a team that it doesn't affect, it's going to be the Parramatta, uh, the uh, Penrith Panthers. But, oh, you know, I'm, I just worry about it. Like, you know, They've had some hard games, the old bunnies. They played the Chooks twice, and then oh, it wasn't a hard, hard game, you know, but at least the body contact is reasonable. They've had they've had a hard run-up. They're battle-hardened. Um, you know, if that's not the case for the, the Penrith Panthers, probably do do them the world of good, it looked like, anyway, in the first game of finals. But I worry that maybe... 
just maybe they might, with as they get into more holiday mode from just getting all these rests, that it could be something that affects them. Um, I mentioned the May replacement. Is it Stains? Is it um, Jennings? Um, that could be a little opportunity for um, the Bunnies because um, May is pretty good defender. Um, you know, we'll have to wait and see in TLT who comes in. Um, over to the Bunnies, the pros for me. I think that they're X-Factor players They've got a few of them, um, you know, Trell and Cody being the big ones, the wispy type, um, instinct type players. Um, you know, that's probably Yaluai in um, in the uh, Penrith Panthers. Um, when it comes to the Bunnies, I think that you need a 10 out of 10 performance out of those guys if they're going to get over the top of um, the Panthers next week. And look, I don't think that um, Trell was very great this week. No, certainly not at his best. I thought Cody was very good, but not at his best. Um, you know, he was better, I think, than Trell. But they're in good areas. You know, they're in decent enough areas. They haven't lost their cool. They're You know, they had a luxury this week of only having to do what they needed to do. They'll need to be up and about for next week, and I think that they've definitely got it in them um, to do a 9 or 10 out of 10 performance, um, and they've definitely got X Factor. Murray is an absolute bloody weapon. <laughs> 10 out of 10 performances. You know, he, he, he and Yo are two exceptional um, 13s, um, but if, if, they are, if Murray goes into this game and he pulls out a 10 out of 10, they've got to be a chance. You know, I know it's just, um, you know, in the modern spines, the 13 is very, very important. Um, and I think that Murray is right up there for probably the best in the comp, in my opinion. Um, they're battle-hardened. You know, um, that could be a negative. I'm going to put that in there um, on the negatives. But um, they we meaning for fatigue, but um, they could be could be the battle hardened and we do talk about this is the rest the better idea or is the battle hardened um if they had full troops on on deck i'd be a lot more confident about the battle hardened but they seem to be sort of losing a few unfortunately but um they certainly have had a harder run up until this um, up until this prelim than the penrith panthers um look i hope I put this as a pro. Ilias is not a liability. I worried about him particularly defensively, but I just thought, you know, basically um, in their spine, it's Latrell, Cook, and um, Cody, um, and that Ilias is a bit of a inexperienced and a bit of a liability in the defensive line, but he's been really good. Um, I thought it was his best game in a Rabbitohs jersey uh, in the prelim week two, I mean, in the uh, semi-final week two, um, and he's not actually doing too bad. Um, I think that that's a good sign for the Bunnies as well. Takes a little bit of pressure off Cody. Um, it's in a core, isn't it? It's like, it's like just keep playing every bloody game there. Um, look, as Penrith Panthers are a very, very good team, but it's an absolute nightmare playing them at their home ground. Um, it's not going to be their home ground. I think there'll be more Bunnies fans there, probably, is my guess. Um, and it's a great ground. I don't think they're going to have a problem playing on the ground, but that's probably a little bonus for the Bunnies, I think, playing there. Um, their best in comp types, I think it's their one. I think it's their 13. I think it's their nine. I think it's their six. I think it's their five. I think that their top tier players are probably their 11. Kaloa Matangi. I think that Graham um, and... Jai Arrow. Let's hope that he's good to go because they can't afford to lose any more troops. Um, so that's the bunnies. Um, the cons for them, I think um, I'm worried about um, their fatigue. I think that the Raiders and the Sharks front-loaded too much into the late-end part of the year that they just ran out of steam. Um, and I worry about that for the bunnies. Two hard games against the Chooks. Last night wasn't that hard, so that could be working their favour. But um, will the fatigue... They're going to be going up against a fresh as a daisy Penrith Panthers. Um, you know, you'd rather go up against the tired Penrith Panthers. You're not going to get that at all. And I worry that the Bunnies might be just a little bit tired. Um, the pack. Their pack needs to be absolutely... I thought Nichols and Totola were great. So we need Totola not to get weeks or any suspension for that chicken wing. We need Jai Arrow to not be bad with the uh, groin. I'm not um, confident about Havili. You're not going to get Burgess back next week because he's only available if they make the grand final. I'm worried about the pack because the pack is going to need to be on um, against the Penrith Panthers. Um, there's the pros and cons, I think, for that team. My tip 
the Penrith Panthers. They're going to smash them, I think. Um, I think it's going to be a Penrith Cows final. That's my tip. Um, look, the probably the, all the money will go Penrith Panthers versus the Eels, but I'm going to go one upset and one um, expected win. I'm going to say it's the Penrith Panthers. I think they've got too much... Um, going their way. They're rested. They've gone the nice easy route. Um, there's there's very little weakness. There's plenty of strength. Um, and they've got a guy in, um, you know, best in competition form, I think, in Nathan Cleary, who, um, you know, this is something that I this this game's made for him. He will not go missing, you know, in a pre in a prelim. Um, that's a worry about you know, these X Factor players for the bunnies in Trell and Cody and stuff. Um, so I'm going to tip that. Um, Want to finish the show now uh, and move on into my <laughs> songs that were were requested um, in my podcast this year that I did not do. Uh, let's go to number one. Met a girl, thought she was great. Fell in love, found out firsthand. Went well for a week or two. Then it all came unglued. In a trap, trip back and grip. Never thought I'd be the one who'd slip Then I started to realize I was living one big lie She fucking hates me Trust she fucking hates me La 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 I tried too hard and she told my feelings like I had not And ripped them away that one recorded for so many months and months and never released it um you know the chorus has got the big f-bomb in it but here you go that's a request by somebody earlier in the year and i finally did it okay this was a request i never did it this is the greatest song and best song in the world tribute a long time ago me and my brother kyle here we was hitchhiking down a long and lonesome road. All of a sudden, there shined a shiny demon in the middle of the road. And he said, play the best song in the world or I'll eat your soul. Well, me and Kyle, we looked at each other and we each said okay and we played the first thing that came to our heads and it just so happened to be it was the best song in the world it was the best song in the world look into my eyes and it's easy to see one and one make two two and one make three it was destiny once every hundred thousand years or so When the dust doth shine and the moon doth glow And the grass doth grow Needless to say The beast was stunned Wet crack with his poopy tail And the beast was done He asked us 
be you angels? And we said, nay, we are but men. Rock! tribute I couldn't remember the greatest song in the world this is just a tribute oh to the greatest song in the world alright it was the greatest song in the world alright it was the best motherfucking song the greatest song in the world oh and the peculiar thing is this, my friends. The song we sang on that fateful night, it didn't actually sound anything like this song. This is just a tribute. You gotta believe it. And I wish you were there Just a matter of opinion Ah, ah, fuck good, fuck hard loving So surprised to find you can't stop me now I'm on fire, oh hallelujah Rich motherfucker, compare, hey, hey <laughs> Alright Alright one take <laughs> i hope it was okay oh god i mean look um i got requests several times throughout the year and, and the person was checking in with me going oh when are you gonna do my song and even after the season finished and that was the best i could manage with that song such an outrageous song oh this song <laughs> i tried it a few times back when it was requested and i couldn't get it why have i go See if I can get it now. Good song. Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep, we will find you acting on. Behavior. Turn your back on Mother Nature Everybody wants to rule the world It's my own desire It's my own remorse Help me make the most of freedom and of pleasure Nothing ever lasts forever Everybody wants to rule the world There's a room where the light won't find you Holding hands while the walls come tumbling down When they do, I'll be right behind you so glad we met, we almost made it So sad that they had to fade it Everybody wants to rule the world Instrumental. 
I missed one little bit in there, but this is the best I've ever done. So it's it's going to be the the one. This was requested in the middle of the year and I never did it. I never tried it out even once. I'm a bit annoyed because I did just have an attempt at it. We got all the way to the end and then mucked it up. <laughs> so here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is mumbo number five. I get the sads when I muck it up right at the end and I've landed one. I better get it this time. One, two, three, four, five, everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boy said he wants some gin and juice, but I really don't want a beer bus like I had last week. I must stay deep, cause talk is cheap. I like Angela, Pamela, Sandra, and Rita, and as I continue, you know they get sweeter. So what can I do? I really beg you, my lord. To me, flirting is just like a sport. Anything fly, it's so good. Let me dump it, to send in the trumpet. Little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun. A little bit of Mary all night long. A little bit of Jessica, here I am. A little bit of you makes me your man. Mumbo number five. Jump up and down, move it all around. Shake your head to the sand, put your hands on the ground. One step left and one step right. And if one to the front and one to the side. Clap your hands once and clap your hands twice. And if it looks like this, then you're doing it right. Monica in my life, a little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need A little bit of Tina's what I see A little bit of Sandra in the sun A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man Trumpet, the trumpet, mumbo number five, <laughs> a little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Erica by my side, a little bit of Rita's all I need, a little bit of Tina's what I see, a little bit of Sandra in the sun, a little bit of Mary all night long. A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man I do all to fall in love with a girl like you Cause you can't run and you can't hide You and me, we're gonna touch the sky
Combo number five. <laughs> That'll do it. Here we go. Request. I didn't do it. All the small things. Truth care. Truth brings. I'll take one lift. You're right. First trip. Always I know you'll be at my show. Watching, waiting, commiserating. Say it ain't so. I will not go. Turn the lights off. Carry me home. Na 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 Come home, work sucks, I know She left me roses by the stairs Surprises let me know she cares Say it ain't so, I will not go Turn the lights off, carry me home From a can, they were put there by a man in a factory downtown. And if I had my little way, I'd eat peaches every day. Sun soaking bulges in the shade. Moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. Moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. Moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I took a little nap where the roots all twist, squished a rotten peach in my fist, and I dreamed about you, woman. I poked my finger down inside, make a little room for an ant to hide. Nature's candy in my hand, or can, or pie. Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah Millions of peaches Peaches for me Millions of peaches Peaches for free Millions of peaches Peaches for me Millions of peaches Peaches for free Look out! 
Millions of peaches, peaches for me. Millions of peaches, peaches for free. Millions of peaches, peaches for me. Millions of peaches, peaches for free. Look out! <laughs> this was actually the very first song that someone ever requested. And I've tried it so many times. And I've never been able to get it. But I'm determined. I'm going to stay with it. <laughs> My poor voice. We'll see if I can do it. Maybe I'll find to be able to hit all of it. I don't know. I'll do my best. I can't seem to face up to the fact. I tend to nervous and I can't relax. I can't sleep because my bed's on fire. Don't touch me. I'm a real life wire. The psycho killer gets you better. Run, 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 run away Psycho killer, quest is You can't even finish it You're talking a lot But you're not saying anything When I have nothing to say My lips are sealed Say something worse Why say it again A psycho killer Guess you say Far, 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 far better Run, 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 run away No, it's not outrage. Great song. I had a bit of a sore throat when someone requested this. Couldn't get down low to uh, Johnny Cash. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire 
I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went all higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire, the ring of fire The taste of love is sweet When hearts like ours we I love you like a child Oh, but the fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went on higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire, the ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went on higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire, the ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire, the ring of fire The ring of fire, the ring of fire The ring of fire Was that good enough? I don't know. Uh, hopefully.